stations. But what would your friends think? You could listen to one of those other stations. But what would your friends think? She's she's the the boss. Boss. Radio Network. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Blue Room. I'm your host, So Blue, and you're tuned in to another edition of my podcast brought to you by She's the Boss Radio. Our mission here is to provide a fun atmosphere for positivity and enlightening conversation with just a splash of gossip tea. So kick back and relax because we got a lot to chat about tonight. I am so excited to have my bestie back. Hey, hey it's the girl Lay. <laughs> yes, I'm back. <laughs> happy New Year. Tell the people Happy New Year. Right. Happy New Year. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I probably missed y'all for Thanksgiving too, but you know. No, you was here. You was here. <laughs> I'm happy to be back. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. good. Happy for 2023 to be here. Starting yeah. off the year fresh. Fresh and good. You look good, too. Thank so. you. So do you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Always, girl, always. Yes. So tonight, <laughs> we're getting into another edition of Blues Critics Corner, and we are getting into Mia Lay's favorite pastime, Real Housewives yes. of Potomac, season seven. Yes. Um. So much <laughs> has been going on. Me and you, every time we see each other, like, girl, you've been watching. Right, yes, girl, right. I've been watching. So this is going to be like kind of y'all get y'all get a gem tonight because this is our first time chatting about it yes. kind of like yes, in it detail is. so y'all get the true <laughs> raw opinions opinions i don't even know how they feels about you know how i feel so I let's get into it because we got a lot to talk about tonight so for my so true moment i'm going to give you an inspiring quote but it goes in with everything that's been going on with real housewives of potomac so this quote is dedicated to one of my favorite poets and authors maya angelou and it reads, I did then what I knew how to do. Now that I know better, I do better. And that's by Maya Angelou. And when I first um, read this quote, first thing that popped in my mind is chances, giving yeah. people chances. Like, because again, when you meet people, especially in different stages of their life, especially like our friendship, for example, right. the kids we were when we were little is not the same women that are, you know not. what I'm saying? We're two different <laughs> mindsets now. And so what we knew how to do back then as kids is what we did because that's all we knew. But now that right. we're adults, we know how to communicate. We know what we like as far as friendships. And right. we like, we keep each other happy as friends because we like, <laughs> she ain't having that and she know I ain't having that. Exactly. So <laughs> I feel like our generation generation is 50 50 when it comes to second chances and i mean that in both with friendships and romantic relationships it feels like we give it's either we give too many chances or we don't give enough we're just straight off like cut them off it ain't nothing to cut them off Mm -hmm. so um how do you feel about our generation how we view chances yeah i feel like the same um i feel like now it's a lot more cutthroat like Mm. uh, i feel like social media for whatever reason has some type of impact on your decision yeah um i think things when things happen socially you tend to make um or stand like 10 toes down Mm -hmm. on your decision a lot more but if it's in private you're a little more willing to do a little more bartering or just yeah. conversation with the person. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. 50-50 No, and I sure. love that you said that because we, as our generation, we like to put everything on social media. Yes. Like, good things, bad things. If I feel like you embarrass me in public while we're out and about, mm-hmm. I'm going to embarrass you in public on social media yep. so everybody knows how I feel about you. So I, I love that you said that because that's accurate. Like, when yeah. it comes to second chances, you're not going to get that until I socially blast you on my Instagram or my Facebook first. That's just, <laughs> that's just how it goes. 
goes for our All generation. Right, Gemini. I mean, no, but I'm just saying that's not even just Gemini's. I mean, yeah, yes. that's me personally. But no, like, period. That's our generation yeah. as a like a consensus. Like yes, we always think whole. of going to social media to be like, yeah, I'm happy today or no, this person made me mad. So now let me post a million memes right. about this one person right. I used to have pictures with and now we not follow each other. You and know you somebody know mad I'm when they posted all the memes. Yes, <laughs> and it's back to back. You ain't even got no like breakup. It's right. like straight. And then like when your dot is so small on your stories, Overkill. Girl, y'all need to have a conversation. Overkill. Like, ain't even no break. I can't even. I'm literally just clicking, and I ain't going nowhere as Girl. far as the feed on your story. That's when the you do- get the swipe through. Like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> right, we just swipe down. It's over. I don't want to watch no more. Right. So let's get into Real Housewives of Potomac, because I feel like giving second chances was, like, a semi-theme for this season. Yeah, In regards to things that happened seasons before, and then also, like, with current situations, like, should they get a second chance? Definitely, definitely. So one of the things I wanted to talk about was, um, let's get into Karen and Sharice. Because, honestly, that's what I've been wanting to talk to you about the most. Okay. So I've been a fan since season one. You watched season one, too. No, actually, I haven't. I've only you been didn't. watching since season five. Okay, so you did see yeah. season one. Okay, well, go back and see season one. But They don't even have it up. Girl, I've tried. Really? I've tried. <laughs> I can't find it, but uh, if I find it, I will watch. I'm about to say, go on YouTube. You know, YouTube yeah. be having so, it. So, to, to that point, I don't know any knowledge about Sharice at okay. all. Okay. So, well, all I know is what I've seen. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, what you've seen is basically who she is. Like, she was, she seems she was some baller's wife okay. that's in the Maryland area, and he was retired when she was on the show. Gotcha. And so, basically, her little um, subline was Karen's friend. Right. Like, Sharice, Karen's friend. Right. So, like, Robin and Giselle were always buddied up yes. as the friends. And then Sharice and Karen were kind of like the Robin and Giselle, but okay. older version. So in the season one, I honestly can't even tell you what they fell out about. Like they just had like little bickering moments where they shaded each hmm. other. And then Sharice just dropped off a of season one. Okay. And then come to watch later when I watch like, you know, the blogger reviews and all that. Come to find out Sharice was going through like family death, right. all the things. So that's right. why she dropped out. But what makes all this ironic is because in season seven, here she is. She's back. Karen has an attitude that she's back. And even in season six, she was popping up at events randomly, yeah. like, oh, they did let's show her pan over to Sharice. And I was always by the like, bar. who is Sharice? Like, why yeah, are they showing her? Because it's season one. It's just like, and I was even like, Sharice, girl, what you doing? Because yeah. you just quit on us. So what you doing there? <laughs> so here she is. She's back. And it seems like Karen and Sharice just have so much issues. Like, yeah. and like the main thing that they were arguing about this time around was that once they finally got on the trip to Mexico, yeah. they finally had to talk and sh- Karen was like, you didn't really reach out to me as much as I reached out to you when mm-hmm. your parent died. Like, mm-hmm. Karen lost both her mother and father. Sharice, I think, just lost her father. Mm-hmm. And so Karen lost her parents both during the beginning of the pandemic, like, back to back. So I guess Sharice was reaching out and was there, um, but not as much as Karen would have liked. And so that's where it gets gray. Yeah. That's where it got gray for me because it's just like, y'all are fighting, literally banging the table over who was there for each other more during the time of need. And it's like, what were you there for? Were you there to be there or... I just have different feelings about that argument. I really think that Karen did all of that extraness to divert from what Sharice was going to really say. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like whatever Sharice was going to say is really, uh, 
you know, a deep secret for her. Yeah. I think um, Karen, because um, the, the whole back and forth about who was there more for you during your time of need, that's just unnecessary. Because I feel like you're trying to prove, like, I have more reason to be upset exactly. with you I did X, Y, and Z like, for you. And then that's not what a friendship's built on. If you both are bad at communicating and talking in small talk or just saying, mm-hmm. hey, girl, I haven't seen you in a bit. I haven't mm-hmm. talked to you. I just want to check it. If that's bad on both ends, then just admit that, that you're right. bad friends. I'm a, I'm a bad <laughs> right. communicator. I'm a bad communicator. I still like you. you. Right. right. But I'm a terrible communicator. Because exactly. we've had that discussion. That's why yes. we can we can talk at the same time. Because yes. like I had, I was like, listen, you know, I love you. I just suck at texting back sometimes, and yes. I had to realize, like, no, with this friend, with my late friend, <laughs> I have to be intentional because I don't need her feeling like I don't love her anymore. Because I do. No, and I heard you though, because it's like, you know, I want genuine friendships. Like, because I be right. thinking about you, so think about me. Yes. Like, reach out to me. And that even was if genuine. it's just to say, like, I need a minute, girl. Like that's fine. Yes, that's and, I fine. Res- and when you told it to me like that, I was like, you know what? I I can respect that because yeah. when you really love someone and like y'all are in a friendship or even a relationship, it shouldn't be days without you speaking exactly. to that person. It should I care never be, about you, right? I want to make sure you're you're breathing and alive, even. right? Period. Even if you're not okay, I just want to know that you're alive. Right. If you're not okay, <laughs> okay, we can tackle, we can that, tackle later. that later. Or but now, I need to know you're alive, right. and right. that made sense to me. So I felt like the whole Karen and Sharice thing. Yeah, they were just. They were just not in touch with each other enough for each other to to maintain that friendship. And I guess what kind of threw me off is because originally, like I said, Karen and Sharice in season one seemed like they were so tight. Yeah. And then we pan over through all the seasons and now we're in season seven and they're like, I don't know her. I don't know her. Like they're giving each other the stink eye kind yeah. of, of like, I don't want to be around her. She And Sharice gave me more of the, you know, I can be in your space and just not talk to you. And right. I, like a Sharice is a me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I can be in your space. I know I don't like you, but I don't have to look at you when conversation is uh, on me like right. I will turn my back and look at someone else like so this is what I was saying right. <laughs> and not include you that can be me but Karen cared like she honestly cared like every time Sharice was there she had an attitude she did and so according to one of the Hollywood Unlocked um, videos I watched about this Sharice claimed that she was a part of the casting process for season one and the only reason why Karen was on there is because at some fundraising event before the show started Karen was at her table as a guest, didn't even buy a ticket. Like, she shaded Karen so much. Try to say, Karen ain't buy no ticket. Karen was a free plus plus one at my table. And I just like, oh, she's a pretty girl. Let me see if she's interested. Yeah. And that's how Karen got on the yeah, show. Yeah, I saw the, I did watch the interview. I was just like, okay, so, I mean, she did do a great job picking cast members, mm-hmm. even previous people like uh, Monique. I feel like, you know, the cast made, made a, a nice mesh. Yeah. But, um, I, I was just like, this whole story about Karen not being her friend or being her friend or her knowing her or not knowing her seems a bit petty. Like, did you yeah. know her or did you not? Or did you not? Okay, right? she was at your table, but you didn't invite her. She sat there accidentally, and so she got invited to be a whole housewife. No, girl, you had to give her the cosign at some point. It was intentional. Right. Admit that it was intentional. You liked her. Yeah. You thought, you were, you thought y'all could be cool. And it just didn't work it out. It didn't work out, and your feelings is hurt. That yes. should have been how you responded. What makes you decide if a friend or even, like, a romantic lover gets a second chance? Like, how do you weigh those oh, options? And when I read this question, I was like, what do I say about this? <laughs> because it's hard to say. I feel like sometimes a lot of people rely on tenure, like, how long mm-hmm. the person has been in your life. And 
maybe they weigh like how much you've done or they've done for you. Like, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm not sure what really says 100% you deserve. I'll answer that for you. Tenure. <laughs> Tenure. Tenure. Because honestly, my time is precious. Absolutely. So if I've, and whatever, even in romantic relationships or friendships, I don't anticipate every disagreement to be the end. You know what I'm saying? That's right. why, like, when you and I, if we ever got into it, I'd be in your face, like, we gonna talk about it today. Right. You gonna talk to me now? Okay, fine. Come back 10 minutes later. You wanna talk to me now? Like, because I don't believe in just every one little disagreement. It's just, right. okay, we just can't be friends no more. We can disagree and still, you know what I'm saying? Right. Make some, right. And same thing for relationships. Like, if I put in a lot of work, and for relationships, honestly, if you add value to my happiness, not yeah. my life, my happiness, because my life is mine. Like, yeah. what I do with my life is mine. Absolutely. But if you make me happy, like, if I can't shake that smile when I see your face or <laughs> the, those jokes that come to my brain about you, like, if I can't shake that, then, then yeah. Like, I'm that, that kind of matters, too. I feel but you. But 10 years, definitely number one, because my time is precious. So if I put time in this friendship, we're going to sit here until we talked it out a see, million times and we know for sure, okay, we can't be friends now. And, and that's where we differ, right? Because right, you, you don't want to do And I'm like, if even if we've had all this time, you have changed over time. Mm-hmm. And the person that you've changed into, girl, I don't like that person no more. So <laughs> you're going to have too. to go. <laughs> you know, and I that think... Part too. I think, though, in that same situation, like, how many times in the past did I give them that chance? Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe it's not like, oh, my goodness, it's time. It's month after month after month with this person. Maybe it's like, okay, we've been good for a whole year, and then a whole big blow-up comes, and you're just, like, really reevaluating. But hopefully the good outweighs that bad. You know, like, hopefully you really want to value that person and you want to keep them in your life that you're enough, you know, to talk to That's them. why I said the value of how much happiness right. you bring to my life. That's that's also a weighing point for me too because yeah. even if you get on my nerves and we disagree, like if I can't shake the other, you know, 10% of the time you make me right. smile, you know, I may work out that and other And it's probably 90%. not 10%. It's probably 80%. It probably is. Yeah, but it's just that 20% Exactly. That negativity. Yeah just sits on the forefront of our mind for whatever reason. A lot of us are able to pull up our negative more than we're able to pull up that positive. And I think that just skews your vision. And that's why a lot of, like, now, it's just so polar. Like you said, we can't agree, so we're just going to cut ties. We're just going to cut ties. That's weird. Exactly. (laughs) So I'm about to wrap up this segment, but I have to give you, I don't have three affirmations this week, but just two to lay on your mind um, when it comes to giving second chances. And the first one is that you acknowledge that you're not perfect and a second chance has been given to you before you have to give it to someone else. And the last one I want to share with y'all is the love lost is never, the only love that is lost was the one that was never given. I refuse to be bitter and not love again. And that includes loving a friend or even a romantic relationship. So keep that in mind, y'all, and stay locked because we got a lot to come up. Um, We're going to get into these husband allegations on Real Housewives of Potomac. Were they facts or low blows? Mm-hmm. Stay locked. We'll be right back. We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The internet's best choice for music. She's she's the the boss. Boss. Radio Network. Hey, I'm Jenny James for Neatly Done Carpet Cleaner. You've probably been home a lot more. Maybe you have kids like me who spill 
all the time and you've noticed that your carpet's eh, not looking so good, why don't you call Neatly Done Carpet Cleaner? They use a dry extraction service so you won't have wet carpet all day long and you can get back to doing the things you love with your family immediately. And it's a way to make your room healthier while improving your indoor air quality. You can do tile, slate, granite, ceramic, area rugs, and yes, they're pet friendly too. Why don't you get a free no obligation estimate today? Neatly done sanantonio.com. Yeah, that's the sound of today's business community. It's a dog eat dog world and only the strong survive. The challenge is navigating the ever changing business environment to put your business in the forefront. So how does your business keep up with the changes? That's where She's the Boss Network comes in. She's the Boss Network is an internet media network that's been helping businesses like yours get the exposure that you're looking for at reasonable cost by way of radio and video. They'll help you stay successful by navigating change and seeing the big picture. After She's the Boss Network analyzes your business and marketing strategies, you'll start to see a media presence like you've never seen in your business before. And She's the Boss Network doesn't stop there. They use their findings to create a practical plan of action, a plan that will get your business from where you are to where you need to be. There you go. Lock those dogs up for good by giving She's the Boss Network a call at 866-494-5945, extension 101, or by checking their website at she'sthebossradio.com. Again, that's 866-494-5945, extension 101, or she's the boss radio.com. You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? She's the, the boss, boss radio network. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Blue Room. I'm your host, So Blue. And it's your girl, Lay. And you're brought to our podcast, brought to you by She's the Boss Radio. Tonight, we're into Blue's Critics Corner, and we're talking about Real Housewives of Potomac. So let's get into these allegations with these husbands, Lord. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's another common theme throughout this season. It's yes. just everybody's husbands obviously looking at all the other Real Housewives and just, I want her. And it's like, (laughs) since when? Houseway. So let's get into Chris. Yes. Who is married to Candace. I love Candace, I love Candace, too. And you know what? Her voice is growing on me. Uh Her singing voice. Yeah. It's growing on me. I've always thought it was good. I wasn't super impressed. Like, I have the album on my Spotify playlist, so it was cool. And I was like, hmm. The remastered version with Trina on it? No. And oh, I need okay. to get that one. This is the original when it first came out, like, okay. seasons ago. Because I was like, I got it. You know, I was invested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I only like the um, Drive Back song. Yeah, the one on that the they show. were doing on the show. That's the only one I really like. But now, I was like, hmm, I see it. I, I can did, see um, it. Every time she did the happy birthday on the show, I was just like, oh, she sounds so good. She did. Like, even when she sang happy birthday, she sounded good. Because I yeah. was like, no, no filters, not, none yes. of that. So... Chris and Candace are married. And yes. so, allegedly, Giselle, mm-hmm. who's our single, the only 
single housewife. I'm really thinking about it. Yes. Yes. She's yes. the only single housewife right now. This is the total opposite of Atlanta. <laughs> it is. It is. She's the only single housewife. So Giselle is alleging that Chris, after the season six reunion, mm-hmm. took Giselle into her dressing room and there were After no, she requested it. After she requested it. Yes. Right. But this is allegedly. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, Chris took Giselle into the dressing room. No staff or makeup people were there to try and, you know, suit his case for how he was looking last season. Okay. And last season was just a lot of drama between Candace and him and Candace's mom, just a lot. So he was just trying to basically vouch for himself. And Giselle said that made her feel uncomfortable because she didn't want to look a certain type of way of, you know, as a single woman herself pressing on another man and that made her very uncomfortable and she had the nerve to just tell multiple people first she told it to robin her bestie and robin was not having it i appreciate robin for being like me too calm down calm down friend but then she proceeds to go and tell i think she told ashley yes she goes around the the group the whole group told ashley she told karen Mm -hmm. and then when they finally get to the event they're at a pole dancing class that's when she wants to confront candace about it right and candace was livid (laughs) <laughs> I'm honestly proud of Candace because, you know, we know Candace to be a firecracker. Like, yes. she'll pop off and not even think twice about it. So yes. I appreciate her just gathering herself. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to walk off because mm-hmm. I'm mad. Right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? What did you think about that? About Candace? About the whole thing. Okay. Uh, Giselle, why? Yeah. Why would you think that that may, as many times as we watched them on screen together mm-hmm. in their home, sharing wine he's cooking for them like Mm -hmm. she comes over he seems like a real friend Mm -hmm. so why would it make you uncomfortable to be in a room with him alone by yourself yeah you know i understand that he's a married man Mm -hmm. and you're an unmarried woman but why would anybody perceive anything different and you know she made some mention about how she was uncomfortable but she also states to him like oh i'd like you to leave and he left Mm -hmm. immediately so Mm -hmm. he did exactly what you asked to make you not uncomfortable and it still somehow makes it onto the show mm-hmm. because why you need a storyline yeah that was a good starting season storyline because that took up a good what like two three two, episodes, three episodes yeah, for it certain <laughs> it did and honestly I, my first thought when this popped up is like is candace your friend or not right because if candace is my friend like i put you in example because i'm single and you have a husband right so if i'm in the room with your husband First off, he and I have been friends since middle school, so it's, it's never that. But, like, let's say we weren't. If I was in the room with him and I know you and I are cool, I wouldn't feel no type of because I know I'm not doing nothing. And he loves you too much to even attempt. So exactly. Even if he pulled me to the side in the room, like, yo, Jazz, I got to talk to you about late tripping. Right. You know, if he ever, he never did that. But if he ever <laughs> did, you know, I wouldn't feel uncomfortable because, like, we're friends. Like, exactly. he and I are friends. I know you and I are good. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, I, 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 it's like, is she your friend or not? Exactly. You have the respect. Why why would you me, feel uncomfortable? If she didn't have, if Giselle doesn't have the respect for Candace, then then it's a problem. But I don't think that we saw that ever. We saw that they were, I feel like, genuine friends. And then Candace even admitted in one of her confessionals, like, Giselle be flirting with Chris all the time. Yeah. So if anything, should I feel uncomfortable? Mm. Should I feel some type of way? And I don't. Because you requested for him to go in your room. And you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, she could have flipped that. And then, of course, it would have made her look crazy. But it's like, should I feel some type of way? Because you be flirting with my man and big smiles, big cheese, big, <laughs> ooh, it's so good every time he cooks. 
you know, should I feel seriously, some type though, of way? You seriously. Know? I, I think the Giselle was baseless. She shouldn't have made this accusation, and she should have just, I don't know, stuck to Robin's storyline or something. Right. You could. She could have easily just kept tagging along Robin's storyline, like how she did for the proposal a few right. seasons ago. Right. Like, trying to make it seem like she did so much for the proposal. Like, girl, right. you showed up to one, like, ring search. Right. Like, like <laughs> or or show that. us like some of your dating life. Like show us right with you show going us, out to see. Show us you being a mom. I mean, we did get to oh, see yeah. her her twins celebrate gorgeous. 16th birthday. All her daughters are gorgeous. Yes, by the way. but we did get to see you know her co parent and the twins and their birthday. Yeah, we got to like, see a lot of family. Life. But it's like, girl, what about this podcast? Because I do tune into the podcast. I was like, I would love to see y'all record. Like yeah, you know how y'all how y'all do it. Where's y'all studio? The studio probably ain't like that which is why we didn't see it. But as I digress. Right. (laughs) So let's get to this second allegation now, because there's so many, but this is another juicy one for the season. Yes. So Ashley Darby, we all know her to be married to, um, why is his name escaping my brain? Oh my God. And you're looking at me. Michael. Yes. Um, So Michael Darby is her husband. (laughs) (laughs) And they have two little boys. So allegedly, and mind you, this season, they're really going through the quote unquote divorce, Divorce. Mm -hmm. which is very shaky because like how are y'all still trying to get a house together but you're divorced but you're separate that was such a weird start to the season too weird start to and awkward and out of place because it's like but nothing's resolved and then we just get to the drama at this point exactly we're at the end i would love to know more about that like are y'all actually gonna go with through what what are you doing with that what was yeah but as i digress so Ashley accused Chris again. Poor Chris can't catch a break at the beginning of the season. <laughs> accusing Chris of sliding in her DMs to invite her to the restaurant that he manages mm-hmm. in Potomac. Um, and she said that made her feel uncomfortable because I guess it was late at night. She was already out partying. And he slid in the DMs. I guess she posted on her IG story. He saw it. He's like, yeah. oh, come through. And yes. that made her feel uncomfortable. Yes. So, uh, and then her friend, Deborah, co-signed saying that Chris was flirting with her at the opening event, Karen's Spring yes, Fling. Spring she Fling. was like, oh, yeah, he was flirting with me, too. And again, have to bring Girl. it to poor Candace at, I think it was Giselle and Robin's um, live event yeah. that they brought it to her, her attention. So, what Girl, girl, because... When when Deborah actually got on screen, I was just like, "Girl, we can't be serious. <laughs> we right, cannot like houseway. be like." Houseway. I feel like, girl, if you want to make yourself feel good, make yourself feel good, mm-hmm. but don't tell this lie and spread this vicious lie around. Like, why? Because um, I love Bravo for playing that playback at the very time that she's telling the mm-hmm. story because. Nothing happened. She introduces herself to Chris Mm -hmm. and she continues the conversation with Chris. She keeps egging him on Mm -hmm. and he's not showing her any attention, any affection or anything. So why are you making up this baseless lie? Because you want to make yourself feel good. You want to make yourself... And even Mia throwing herself in there, like, oh, he was looking at me, too. It's oh, like, girl. yes, I forgot and they about pan, that. And remember, they pan back to yes. him again, just sipping his drink in the corner, looking oblivious to any of the to things. To any of like, them. He's in his phone, minding his... He don't even want to be there. He did not. You could tell he didn't want to be there. <laughs> he left early, I believe. Yeah, you can tell he didn't want to be there. So right. I just, again... I don't I don't believe in that. I don't yeah. believe in just picking fights with I wanted, um, my friend's partners. Right, right. I wanted to go back because um for, for Ashley, she didn't know that he worked at the W. He like slid into the D mm. into the DM and was like, 
You should have come to the W. Show that to Robin was just like, oh, look at him sliding into my DMs, talking about coming to the W. She's like, girl, he manages it there. Like, mm-hmm. clearly he wants you to come because he wants you to bring socialites to his club. Exactly. He's trying to make it popular. And she and Robin explains that in plain text for her. And still she feels like, no, he was flirting with Deborah. Like, girl, have you looked at Deborah? I'm sorry. Was- I agree with um, Mia when she was like, <laughs> come on, girl, you're a four. Like... <laughs> I feel terrible being a woman, putting a number on another woman. But I mean, I felt the sentiment. Mm-hmm. I felt the sentiment. Like, no. Yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't see Deborah being his type. And not only that, I just feel like that was just extra, not even icing, just slop added to the cake that yeah. nobody asked for. I didn't ask for this extra on the top. Like, who are you? You're not even, right. you decide person that just happens and, to be And here. I felt like um, Candace, again, Helen handles herself very mm-hmm. well. Did not address the situation even. She said, I'm not going to talk to no Muppets. We know, Period. right? Period. So she did Period. not even acknowledge what was even being said. She just left it where it was. And I thought that was so much different than the Candace that we knew, like, who was so reactive. I was happy yeah. for her, for sure. I was happy for her, too. I was definitely. So the last one, which is the most recent one that I just... I just thought this was random and unnecessary <laughs> again. So here comes Ashley again, stirring up the pot. Oh, no, it was. Well, it started with Karen. Karen. So Karen comes to Ashley and tells, and this is after a little heated discussion during their Mexico trip between Karen and Robin. I guess um, they're talking about it. And Karen's like, oh, well, I know Juan Dixon, Dixon who's her husband um, or almost husband, fiance. Right. Fiance. Um, he has another girlfriend that he's cheating with in Georgetown, blah, 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 spreading, spreading more rumors. Yes. But what I liked about Karen is Karen was just like, wait, let me talk to Robin first about it yes. before, because I don't want a whole bunch of mess. Well, that was nice to do. She should have just held her tongue then. Period. <laughs> she should have just held her tongue and just told Ashley, I'm upset with Robin for attacking me last night. Period. But- Period. Like Go on. She, she didn't even have to share that. So, but then here goes Ashley, I guess, trying to claim loyalty. And she's like, nope, I got to tell Robin right now. She's just messy. Messy. Because I didn't see it as loyalty. Like, oh, I can't wait until dinner tonight to right. tell. Or when, you know, when they pull it off to the side, I have to tell her right now. Right. And so when that happened, um, that led into a whole can of spilled worms. And we're going to get into that can of spilled worms when we get back from this break. So stay locked, y'all. We'll be right back. You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? She's she's the the boss. boss. Radio Network. Bored with the traditional wedding, birthday, or special occasion celebrations? Do you feel like you just don't want all of the pressure of coordinating your own event? Do your friends all seem to become professional event planners for your memorable moments? Are you thinking of getting engaged and want a romantic way of doing it? Let us design it for you. Pictures are worth a thousand words. Let our photographers help you to make a statement. Want to make an impression with a beautiful arrangement? Speak with our floral designers. Zeal Enterprises, an all-inclusive event management company that provides complete consulting and coordinating services for weddings, anniversaries, reunions, theme and birthday parties, festivals, conventions, and conferences. Our team of professionals are excited to work with you. Call today. 
866-494-5945 or go online to www.zealbnr.com to begin designing your event. Remember, in everything you do, do it with zeal. Beauties in the eye. We complicate things when all along it's just perfect as it is. Beauty is from within. It's how you feel, not as how others see you. Skincare shouldn't be complicated. She's the Boss believes skincare should be nurturing, easy to use, smell delicious, feel refreshing, and look incredible. She's the Boss Cosmetics and Skincare brings you our botanical-based skincare line that's gentle, uncomplicated, and extremely effective for men, women, and youth. Feel confident and radiate a power glow that flows from the inside out. Exude an assurance that extends from the home into the conference room. Visit us at www.she's-the-boss.com or call us at 866-494-5945 to get yours today. We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The Internet's best choice for music. She's, she's the Boss. Boss. Radio Network. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Blue Room. I'm your host, So Blue. And it's your girl, Lay. And you're brought to um, our episode brought to you by She's the Boss Radio. So we were just um, wrapping up um, the husband allegations during Real Housewives of Potomac. And so we were talking about basically Juan Dixon Mm -hmm. being um, accused of having a little side piece in Georgetown. And so Karen (laughs) was the one who brought this information to Ashley after her and Robin got into it a little bit. And so Ashley, instead of just waiting for Karen to bring it to Robin later, takes it to Robin. Now, where I thought this got a little messy is, like, Robin is like, let me call Juan right now yeah, and tell him. Yeah, agree. Totally. I don't think that was a good move. Like, I would have protected my partner mm-hmm. and protected us because, I again, with that kind of information, you don't know how he's going to react. Exactly. And I can only imagine how social media lit up just about how Juan's tone was a little yes. harsh because yes. even Ashley's face was, like, looking like, oh, God, I messed up now. Like, yeah. you think? I, I didn't think that he, she should have called him either. I felt like it was something that she could handle because you knew that this was like BS. Like, girl, just tell him when you get home and in a private space exactly. so that he can react in comfortable. Like, now you have him on film. Speaker. Or, right, speaker. In the middle of Mexico. You know, looking, on the camera. Looking, or not even looking, sounding crazy. Like, yes. And he, he, I didn't appreciate the tone either. I felt like it would make me uncomfortable the to stand there. The tone made him sound guilty. It did. He sounded very defensive, which is why, again, I would have waited until I was by myself away from the camera to talk to him about it. Right. That didn't, that call didn't have to happen right there in the middle of the store. And I agree with Ashley with the whole, like, you know, oh man, that's like, that's like BS. Like, no one's going to believe that. But at the same time, since it's happened before, it's kind of like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that could happen. Like, anything could happen. So I, I feel Ashley when she says, like, Ooh, it could be true. If you were Ashley, would you have revealed the tea to Robin or would no. you have waited? No. I wouldn't have revealed anything. I would have let Karen do that because that is mess. And that is yeah. something I don't want to get involved in. Yeah. I mean, maybe if I had Robin to myself, I would have told her that, yeah, Karen's pretty upset that you called her a BSer. I, mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been more of the way I steered my conversation so that you guys could have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to tell you the hot 
gossip that she yeah. just dropped on me. I don't know because I mean, honestly, first off, Ashley and Robin don't look that that close to me. Yeah, but for a close close friend, if that dropped in my lap, I would have honestly given Karen like a minute to say it. But if we back in Maryland and yeah, the whole trip is over, you still haven't had that yes. conversation. I would have then brought it to her because if yeah. I'm loyal, loyal, you're my good good friend. I'm gonna tell you it's off like, top. By the time you get home, I'm definitely like, okay, Robin, so you and Karen talked, right? Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, was Karen's actually, do you think Karen's accusation was valid? Or do you think she was just being... When she started telling Ashley what the girl looked like, talk about this girl blonde, (laughs) they hold their hands and hands, and she looked like me, like... So what do you what do you mean, Karen? Like she looks like you. Yeah, I agreed with Ashley. Like, girl, you that were spilling part. yourself. Like, what are you talking about? She looked like you. So that I don't part. think it was a valid accusation. But I I also feel like because of Juan's past, like it's very triggering to bring something like that up. And she was trying to dig hard yeah. and hit home because yeah. she uh because uh, Robin did on her the night yeah. before. Yeah, I think same. I think Karen was just trying to make up and make it well, not make up, but make it make up for her looking crazy last right. night when Robin called her a BSer. Right. And yeah, this is the best low blow I can give right now. Your husband's walking around Georgetown. So yeah. yeah, that was a lot. But we're gonna get into more of Robin and Juan at the end of the show because I do want to ask you about this alleged wedding. Okay, yeah. So let's get into second chances for friends. When is enough enough? So mm. these ladies have been having some weird interactions this this season. Definitely. And I want to get into Mia and Wendy and their altercation in Miami. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically, long story short, Wendy was looking into starting her own Nigerian restaurant, mm-hmm. maybe some somewhere in Maryland with Peter Thomas, who mm-hmm. we all know has bar ones everywhere. There's a bar mm-hmm. one in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And so they met. Um, Peter gave her some paperwork. Uh, Wendy was supposed to look over it, but, you know, has been basically faking on Peter with giving a response. In the meantime, Mia thinks she's important. And that's where this annoyed me because yes. she's like, oh, me and Peter are friends. Name drop, name drop. I was with Peter. And then she feels like Peter's my brother. So let me confront Wendy on why she's not signing this paperwork. Again, a whole wasted two episodes of nonsense when I was just like, yes. Mia, this don't got nothing to do with you. Nothing. And even if Peter's your quote unquote brother, why are you going so hard for him? But you don't go that hard for your own husband. Right. Let's start there. Right. She even admits in her um, confessional, like, I had one too many that mm-hmm. night. Like, so dang, girl, why can't you just admit that you were in the wrong? Like, I, I felt like exactly um, that, whole, like you said, the, you know, she. Semi has an attack on her. She throws that drink on her. She, like, flings her purse towards her. She breaks nails trying to get through a security guard to go to and hit Wendy. So, um, over a deal that's not even yours. Right. Can we point that out? Like, this a deal, deal is between yours. Wendy and Peter, and you feel like you have to confront Wendy about it for what? For what? Like, I don't care if anybody's my brother. If it's business, it's business. Like, it's business. Y'all need to Straight deal like with that. it. I maybe have would have said, like, hey, Wendy... Uh, did you did you check some documents from Peter, like so that she knows, like, hey, uh, maybe I need to check on that. But I do like that she showed in her confessional, like she did reply to Peter, and Peter didn't reply to her. Mm-hmm. So here you are again, looking a crazy fool and wrong, going, right? And wrong, <laughs> so wrong. Because 
what what questions did you ask to follow up? Mm-hmm. Did he, you know, I, I just felt like it's it was none just of your too business. much. It was like, honestly, it's none of your business. Exactly. Unless she was going to put in the share on the restaurant, it's none of your business. Exactly. Like, period. So, definitely, who was right and who was wrong in the situation? Mia was wrong. Definitely. Period. And then I couldn't stand that the group felt like they had to support Mia because it was Mia's trip. Yeah. I, I didn't understand Same. that at all either because. There could be a person who's wrong, and it could be their trip. And, um, exactly. and her trying to kick them out of the the Airbnb or wherever the hell they were staying. Yes, because Wendy couldn't even stay at the house; she had to go stay at a hotel. <laughs> and then on top of that, I didn't like how the group had to feel like they were wrong to still hang out with Wendy, right? Even though it was Mia's trip, because it's like, okay, well, she came all the way out here with us too, like. And I ain't getting a fight with her, so right. I ain't about to just leave her at a hotel by herself for what? And we are supposed to be celebrating Karen's birthday today, exactly. so like we should all be together anyway. But you being a little bit over the top, like I wouldn't honestly, because I mean we've dealt with that on girl ships. I would, I'm gonna hang out with who I want to hang out with, right? Like I still love you, even if you was wrong. I still love you. I'm gonna hang out with you, right? And I'm gonna hang out with whoever else I want because you're my friends, and right. I, I appreciate like Candace was the one who stood by that. Yeah, I think Karen, um, Candace. And Ashley. And Ashley. Mm-hmm. All stood by that. I feel like Robin and Giselle's were be, were being followers at that they moment. They just don't like Wendy because uh, Wendy and Robin had their altercation. Right. So, and, you know, Giselle's always going to be team Robin. So. Right. So I just feel like they were being followers in that situation. That was honestly a situation y'all could have stood up and, like, y'all could have made the difference. Right. Honestly. Talking about, oh, she's, so she's just egging the... Um, she's antagonizing her. She's, like, egging her on uh, about this battle. But I just felt like, you know... Um, she was antagonizing, but me was physical. What's yeah. worse here? A bunch of words or physical? Right, like, come throwing on. glass. Right. So what makes this even more crazy is towards the end of the season, where we are now, they're in Mexico, mm-hmm. and here comes Mia and Wendy making up after, you know, the whole trip, and allegedly there was some fornication going on between <laughs> the two. Allegedly. <laughs> so this is just wild to me. Number one, when alcohol is in- involved, it always tells a sober truth. Yes, it does. So it makes me think, how long was y'all looking at each other thinking these things? Because that doesn't just happen because we're in Mexico and we just go, right, right, and do it all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know what what they. I mean, Mia is very uh, boisterous about her sexuality, so she, we know how she gets down and what she likes to do. So, I mean, it's not too far fetched for Mia, but I was not expecting that I was from Wendy. Not expecting that from Wendy, Miss Johns Hopkins. Yes! Like is Johns Miss, Hopkins. What is it? Three degrees. Right, three degrees. <laughs> like. I was not expecting that. I honestly was surprised, kind of grossed out, because I'm like, ew, but I yeah. guess. You know, I guess. Because but, we um, have been talking about her and Jacqueline doing whatever they do together. Right. I felt like this season has been a lot about their personal sexuality. Like, yeah, a lot. and like Wendy was giving all the weird faces when those stories was going on, so just to see at the end, like, oh, there were things. Yes. We won't know the official things until next episode, but I was just like... To even allege that right. by the footage at the end of this episode, I was like, yeah, how long was y'all thinking that? Right, so, right. Yeah, that was I'm, weird. I will say I am um, happy, although like Mia and Jacqueline could not get to a place where they could have that conversation. I am happy that Mia said something to Wendy finally, mm-hmm. um, like in a sense of an apology. I don't feel like it was really an apology at the table, but mm-hmm. I felt like, um, cause she removed Wendy from the group and then made an apology to everyone else. I was proud of her for saying her apology directly to, um, Wendy to I her face like at the it. table. You didn't like, I, I, 
Mm-mm. The timing, because Jacqueline had just I think got it, up. The timing was weird. It was after Mia was being rude to Jacqueline. And mind yeah. you, Jacqueline is Mia's like family friend that they grew up together. Their moms knew each other. No, so. no. Jacqueline's mom adopted her. Oh, adopted like, me. Okay. So yeah. like they're real sisters. Okay. So they're not real sisters, but sisters. Yes. So <laughs> this is their background though. And right. Mia and Jacqueline were arguing the whole time. So now that you're friend isn't trying to be your friend anymore she gets up and leaves yeah Yeah. you're gonna like sit in her chair scoot over like so wendy i'm so sorry no that wasn't if i was wendy i would be like "Mm -hmm, okay that that, okay i I can i would have took it for then but that wouldn't have been period it for me i can understand how like like, no i need a full conversation that was super fake especially right after your real friend got up and left you at the table uh, I, but I agree with um, with Jacqueline. I mean, I don't agree with how she said it, but I agree that Jacqueline and uh, Mia need to have that conversation in private because they are like sisters. Like, yeah, that's you guys don't know our history. You guys don't know what has gone on between us and our families and all that. Like, you guys don't need to be involved in that, and that should be private. So, I didn't think that they needed to have that conversation then, but I do think that they need to have a good heart to heart because that's another crazy friendship. So like me and Jacqueline I believe and I pray that they give each other a second chance. Me too. Like a sincere second chance because like you could see even with their drama you could see it was deep. You could see there's a lot of family sensitive yeah. things that were being thrown out as like shade and I'm like oh that's not funny shade. That's like life jeopardizing shade. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? So I hope they give each other a second chance. Um, I was sad to see how Mia responded to her. Yeah, just because like if you have fam on the show, fam is different from your your colleagues and your coworkers right. that you know just signed up for this like you did. You know, right. this is your family, and I didn't feel like Mia protected her in any type. I didn't. Of way. Yeah, I, I feel the same exact um, way. Even I, in I, Miami, didn't protect her. She, didn't, she hasn't protected her at all since she's been on the show. On the show, like Jacqueline yeah. has come to her defense in every situation, mm-hmm. but Mia's not been a good friend to Jacqueline, and maybe she feels some type of way but i don't know why i don't, I don't know, know why, why neither you don't have a reason to. i do um i agree with uh that i agree with that that mia and jacqueline should have that conversation um in the future yeah yeah for certain stay locked y'all we got mm-hmm. one more segment we'll be right back you could listen to one of those other stations but what would your friends think you could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? She's, she's the, the boss. boss. The radio network. Hey, I'm Jenny James for Neatly Done Carpet Cleaner. You've probably been home a lot more. Maybe you have kids like me who spill all the time, and you've noticed that your carpet's eh, not looking so good. Why don't you call Neatly Done Carpet Cleaner? They use a dry extraction service, so you won't have wet carpet all day long, and you can get back to doing the things you love with your family immediately. And it's a way to make your room healthier while improving your indoor air quality. You can do tile, slate, granite, ceramic, area rugs, and yes, they're pet-friendly too. Why don't you get a free no-obligation estimate today? NeatlyDoneSanAntonio.com Yeah, that's the sound of today's business community. It's a dog-eat-dog world and only the strong survive. The challenge is navigating the ever-changing business environment to put your business in the forefront. So how does your business keep up with the changes? That's where She's the Boss Network comes in. 
She's the Boss Network is an internet media network that's been helping businesses like yours get the exposure that you're looking for at reasonable cost by way of radio and video. They'll help you stay successful by navigating change and seeing the big picture. After She's the Boss Network analyzes your business and marketing strategies, you'll start to see a media presence like you've never seen in your business before. And She's the Boss Network doesn't stop there. They use their findings to create a practical plan of action, a plan that will get your business from where you are to where you need to be. There you go. Lock those dogs up for good by giving She's the Boss Network a call at 866-494-5945, extension 101, or by checking their website at she's the boss radio.com. Again, that's 866-494-5945, extension 101, or she's the boss radio.com. We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The internet's best choice for music. She's the, the boss, boss radio network. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Blue Room. I'm your host, So Blue. And it's your girl, Lay. And thank you so much for staying locked with us during Blue's Critics Corner. So we're talking about Real Housewives of Potomac. We're going to wrap up this conversation, but a few little stories that I do want us to just share some tea on. So the first one is the opening of the season. Mia started with a big cancer scare. She had a breast cancer scare. Apparently she was on Twitter sharing all the things with everybody. Um, And all the ladies are at Karen's spring fling party at the opening of the season. And they're all talking about what they saw on social media. And so at that time, this is where Wendy and Robin kind of get into it because Robin and Giselle had very mean girl mentality when they were talking to Mia of like, well, what's going on? Like their questions they were asking wasn't so for concern, but it was more so of just like to throw shade to see if it's even really real and to question if it was real. And so basically, long story short, at the pole dancing um, class that they did, um, Wendy confronts Robin about how rude she was to Mia, basically trying to stick up for Mia in a sense and this makes Robin upset and so hence Robin and Wendy get into it Mm -hmm. Robin stands up now did Sharice hold her back or not that was the big (laughs) argument I don't think she held her back Sharice stood up too but Sharice wasn't like Robin yeah. wasn't overpowering Sharice or anything yeah, I don't like think, that. She I don't just think stood she up just to be in the way, like, all right, chill. Yeah, you I know? feel like she just stepped in the middle so that nothing else escalated. Like, right. I'm just here to be here. But I didn't think that Robin was actually getting up to throw hands either. No, I don't think so. I didn't like how faked Wendy looked in this instance, though. Yeah. Because, number one, Wendy looks was even... Is- Let's say, let's well, say it like is. it is. Yeah, she was fake because mm-hmm. even at this party at the spring spring split spring fling party, <laughs> I can't even say it. But even at the party, yeah, Wendy was making faces. She was mm-hmm. looking like she was listening and concerned, but she was making faces like everyone else while Mia was talking about her scare. So now mm-hmm. all of a sudden you want to stick up for, but it's like I agree that you're we part of the problem a little bit. Exactly, too. I agree you know? that we shouldn't be talking down on like to this woman who had this scare. Like these, this line of questioning is unreasonable. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, like if I don't believe in it, I'm not about to stick up for the woman. Like, like exactly. girl, you gonna have to put these haters down yourself because exactly. I don't believe you, and I would like to see if it is true or not. <laughs> 
And then even after the whole pole dancing class, Wendy's off camera thinking mm-hmm. the mic's off. And she's like, we all don't believe me anyway. Right. And so I can't wait till reunion when we address that. Because it's like, see, you were fake. Like, right. Robin was actually right in this argument. You're fake. Like, right. Stop playing like you believe it, too, and you don't have these same questions, too. I can't wait for the reunion. I can't wait. That's going to be amazing. (laughs) So the next thing I want to hit on is all season, Robin and Juan have been talking about finally getting married. They proposed at a big engagement party seasons ago, and now it's finally time for the wedding. And so Robin announces she doesn't want a public wedding. She wants a private situation with just the kids and her and Juan. Pause for silence. Right. right. Pause for <laughs> silence in my face that I wish y'all could see. Because I'm just like, what? Like, first so off, I, I feel like first. you feel like uh, uh, Karen in the sense. Like, yes, why? I agree with Karen. Why are you even having a wedding if you're not going to invite anybody? I, I'm I'm on the fence. I think, like, she should at least invite Giselle and Juan should at least be inviting his best friend. Like, they need one witness apiece at a minimum. I just don't like if you don't want the friends to come, that's fine. Right. But why is it like your family can't come? Like you yeah. don't want your parents there. You don't want. Well, I was going to say um, for this coming season or episode, we did see, you know, Giselle ask her and her put out like a heavy sigh. So I wonder what the real answer is about right. her mother not coming. Yeah. And I need a real answer because right now you're just saying, oh, this is just what we want for the kids. And like if you just was honest, it's like we have family issues right now. Right. Like, like external extended family issues you know that's more understandable just oh this is what me and Juan want we just want something private how sway when you did this big grand proposal on tv there's no such a thing grand proposal we are waiting for our first real housewife of potomac special you know wedding a a wedding (laughs) right because everyone else is um married yes (laughs) everyone else is married atlanta housewife didn't have like three four weddings yes they have so yeah and Mm. the only wedding potomac has had is candace and that I didn't even season. get to see that. Oh, yeah, it was season one. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only wedding we've had. Candace and Chris. Yeah. So I, I, I think know. it's a I think it's a bit of a farce, though, to not have anybody. I definitely think at least family or, you know, the best friend. And it doesn't matter. This is your second time around. Like yeah. you said, at least family. Like, don't mm-hmm. make it a thing of because you're getting custom suits for your son's maid. Yeah. But you don't want a whole bunch of people there. Halfway. So, so it's just going to be a photo shoot for a photo shoot. You in this dress. For what? Houseway. And I'm with Karen. I'll believe this wedding when I see it registered in the in the state. Okay? <laughs> registered that, that wedding certificate. And I'll believe this wedding, this marriage is real. Otherwise, it's a fluke. Like Karen said. I'm team Karen. I'm, I, I, I mean, yeah. I feel it's a bit odd to do it. But I understand the sentiments of wanting to do something privately. Mm-hmm. Like, for one, weddings are expensive. Like, really expensive. So. But it's not like y'all don't got that Potomac money from season seven coming in. I mean, and why you have to like Bravo wouldn't sponsor your special. I mean, seriously. But maybe she doesn't anyway. want it on there. Or Juan doesn't want it on there. Why wouldn't oh, you want it on there? You have Juan's a whole podcast. girlfriend may see it. <sighs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. In Georgetown. Right? <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, but, yeah, this season has been so good. I think we have maybe two more episodes until... or maybe, Is it really only two? Yeah, I think it's, like, this last, this next one coming up on Sunday and then the finale, and that's it. Okay. So, and then, we of course, we have the reunion. Right. So, I'm predicting that hopefully Robin and Juan turn around and actually invite at least Giselle. Yeah. At least maybe Karen to the wedding. Not Karen. Probably not, but not after I would, I would love to see Karen's reaction to all the things. That's why I, I think, hope she could go. I think Juan is going to bring up Karen's accusation of the cheating. Yeah. So I think I, I, I wonder how his reaction yeah. to that too. 
I don't want to see it. I, I really hope he contains himself because that attitude on the phone was uncalled for. He's tired of Karen. <laughs> I mean, I bet and he maybe is. he does like Karen. Maybe that's a little like passion ooh. anger. Like, ooh. <laughs> stop. <laughs> maybe he does like him. Oh, honey, I don't know. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, she, know. And she said twice that he squeezed me so hard my breast went to my vertebrae. Like, why do you have to say it like that? <laughs> I'm gonna start using that. I was just like, wait. <laughs> and then like they pan back to the hugs where they're like right. like the one arm church hug. Right, I was right. just like, oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, this has been such a great season. It though. has. I'm excited to see the finale. Excited to see the reunion. I need to uh tune in a little sooner to find out how to send my questions to Andy because I want one of my questions to come up. Yes, I think we have to tweet it. We have to tweet it? Yeah, okay. we gotta get back on Twitter. But like it happens. I know they pre-recorded, so it probably already happened. Yeah, like you probably still have to like now because there's still two more episodes. I think maybe now. Okay, we're gonna so, have to. We gotta we're gonna look out. it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much, y'all, for tuning in. Late. Where can everybody find you on social media? You can find me at lay that the nail tech on Instagram. Yay! Mm-hmm. And you can follow um, the Blue Room on our Facebook page at the Blue Room Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at so blue so true, and you can follow our show page at the Blue Room Official. And then you can always tune in. Make sure you tune into our shows on Spotify. It's a great time. Subscribe yes. all the things. So until next time, y'all. I hope you stay up, stay blessed, and we'll be back for part two of this Blues Critics Quarter of Real Housewives yes. of Potomac. So stay locked and tuned for that. Have a good one, y'all. Bye. We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The internet's best choice for music. She's she's the the boss. Boss. Radio Network.